Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the weekly walk through H-Town podcast on equipment sponsored by the local USW 11228. Jackie, I'm so glad that you're here today. Hi, yes, Rusty had a great opportunity he couldn't pass up, so uh, he asked me to sit in for him today, and I'm really excited to be here, and we've got a great lineup today with Heston College, and then later on with MCC. I think it's going to be a pretty rockin' time. I think it will be, too, and I have no idea if where Rusty is is a secret or not, but if he doesn't tell me that I have to be quiet about it. I'm just going to say he is out on the links at Flint Hills National. And I know that there were some people that were like, really? Um, Why did I not get asked to go? But I wasn't one of them. So Rusty, when you listen to this, and I do hope you listen to it, we hope you had a good day and we can't wait to hear about it next week. Well, this afternoon, we are joined by Selene from Heston College Theater Department and two of her students who we will let introduce themselves in just a moment, but welcome. We're really glad that you're here. It's exciting to me that a college the size of Heston, um, it's a good size school, but um, you know, it's not like a D1 20,000 student, continues to make um, such a priority of theater. And so we just want to start by saying thank you for doing that. But Selene, um, tell us about your role at Heston College. Well, I am a professor of theater and communications. Um, there's, there's two of us. So I teach theater classes and speech communication. Um, and I also direct two shows a year. So we have four main stage shows in our season. And then I also do some recruitment for theater for the performing arts. Wonderful. Well, I think there has, over the last few years, been an increasing amount of attention to theater again. Uh, I, I don't know if Hamilton was the impetus for that, but um, I haven't seen six yet, but I hear that's a really great show. And um, I had a personal goal to see Wicked five times before I die, and I've seen it four. So I don't know what will happen if I see it one more time, but I bet there'll be somebody in town hand me tickets just to see what happens. But so a, why a theater department meets a variety of needs, um, but at a small college, you know, what, what needs does theater meet at Heston? Yeah. Um, at Heston, we have some really incredible opportunities for students who, if they want to pursue uh, theater as a profession, as far as maybe they want to teach it, or, or um, do some area of technical theater, or even perform, they really get a high-quality instruction and direction with the, um, with the productions because it is smaller, so you have an opportunity to be involved in whatever you want to, whatever aspect of theater that is. But also, we provide an opportunity for students who just love theater and want to participate, but not necessarily major in theater. So like Alexis is one of the students that I have here, um, and she's a sophomore, and she is a theater major. She wants to go into theater education. Mm -hmm. And then Desiree um, is a wonderful performer and um, is a freshman, but she's going into nursing. So it, it is a balance. I mean, like you can be totally immersed or you can use it just almost as an extracurricular, for lack of a better yes, term. Yes, correct. And we give scholarship money for that. I love mm-hmm. hearing that. Yeah, I actually heard someone mention yesterday that there are a lot of scholarship 
dollars in general in higher ed available for people wanting to go into the technical aspects of theater. And that is a piece of information that was totally new to me. So let's just go ahead and start with you, Alexis, if you want to lean in and say a little bit about um, yourself and then just, you know, why you want to teach theater. I love hearing that. Um, I'm Alexis. I'm a theater education major sophomore. Um, and I want to go into theater because I had a really good experience. I started doing technical theater when I was a freshman in high school. And um, I had a really good teacher then, and she helped me discover more about my passion. And I started doing tech in my church's sound booth, and then I carried it on into technical theater. And that just opened a world of opportunities for me to explore. And then I landed on education because I want to help further the importance of the arts and education and advocate for that. Oh, that is wonderful news. And I think that that is extremely important. And um, if you have a chance to learn that about yourself in a smaller school and then can bring it to a small college that even makes it more exciting. So Desiree, how about if we make it possible for you to get to that microphone and tell just a little bit about your take on it? Yeah, hi, I'm Desiree. I am a freshman uh, pre-nursing major at Heston. And um, why I, I started theater in middle school. My first, that's when I um, first got involved and all that. It was my second year in Kansas in general, because I'm from California and I moved here um, in fifth grade. So when middle school hit, I was still like the new girl um, and I was trying to still get used to Kansas and one of the places that I really fit in was theater because um, I'm very expressive and um, I just found a lot of people there that like that I'm still friends with, like lifelong friends in theater. And I feel like the skills that theater teaches, um, they just help you in everyday adult life, even if sometimes they're a little bit crazy, the ways you get there. And I think especially in a field where you're helping others, such as nursing or education, I feel like having the communication skills that theater brings um, really affects that and makes you a better person in the long run. Yeah, I agree, and I think that's really um, interesting because as you were talking, I thought, you know, in nursing, you are often working with people in a very difficult time for them, and you have to be able to relate to them and, and be kind of an extrovert on the job, even if that's not your personality. So, well, Selene, tell us about this play called Tomato Plant Girl. What, what's the story, and why was it selected? Well, Tomato Plant Girl is a, um, a play that is catered to theater for young audiences. So we really want um, the younger children to come and to enjoy live theater. Um, it centers around a bossy best friend and a little girl and sort of the friendship dynamic um, of that. The little girl gets bullied uh, quite a bit. And then this um, outer-worldly creature from the ground comes up in the form of a tomato plant girl and teaches little girl to stand up for herself um, and they really form their own friendship. So um, it's about addressing the issues of bullying, friendship, and accepting others. 
I think all of those are important topics. So is this a relatively new work, or is, has it been around a while? Um, it's been around just a, just a few years. It is relatively uh, contemporary, and it's only about 45 minutes. But um, it's a universal story that I think everyone all ages can enjoy. Wonderful. So in just a moment, we'll have you give us a few more details. But Desiree, tell us about what you will be doing in this production. Yes, I am one of our three um, actors, and I play the bossy best friend. <laughs> um, I, I don't get casted in very mean roles very often. Um, I usually get cast as like the mom or the little sister character. So um, this is a new, new opportunity for me personally. And uh, I think I do it pretty well. <laughs> she does. She does a very good job. <laughs> okay. And what about you, Alexis? What are you doing? I am the stage manager for the production. So when it comes showtime, I'll be um, running all of the cues and helping assist with the light changes, scene changes, sound effects, stuff like that. Awesome. Once the show opens, it's Alexis. Her, it's her show, and um, she's in charge from. The, the minute the show opens until we close on Sunday afternoon. And she is an amazing stage manager. That's a very important role. I don't know if any of you have seen the play that goes terribly wrong. But every time I've seen well, I've seen it a couple of times, but both times I, I kept thinking what it would be like to be stage manager of that particular production <laughs> because it's really all about that stuff. Right. So, Selene, when is the play and um, how can people get tickets? What are those prices? Right. Um, we open on Thursday, April 26th, or 27th, um, and we have two evening shows. Um, the Thursday night is 6 o'clock p.m., and then that Friday, following Friday would be the 27th, is 6 o'clock. And then we have two matinees on Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. And you can get tickets by um, contacting the bookstore um, through, through the Heston College website. Perfect. And it is not, uh, it's in the black box theater, am yes, I right? Yes, it's in the black box. And for people who are unfamiliar with that, that is in the Kime Center, if mm -hmm. I'm remembering correctly. Right, north side of campus. Very right there. ample parking there right along Main Street. Mm -hmm. So we would really encourage people to think about going. So you, I think that your actresses, actors, um, alluded to the importance of theater in today's world, but say a little bit about that from your perspective as an instructor, and I'm certain an actor also. Um, I would just say that a live theater is all about telling the stories of the human condition, and without the barrier of a television screen or a camera, you're, you're right there in the live action, you can um, feel the energy from the audience, and there's really nothing like it. So um, yeah, I, I, I would say that's what uh, live theater is about, that's why it's important today. I hope that people value that, um, and and it is exciting to think about the different opportunities. You know, um, several years ago, Rachel coordinated a, a uh, initiative where people could write a ten-minute script, <laughs> and I, I think she's doing that again next she year. She did mention mm -hmm. that to me, and I submitted something, and you know that happened before COVID, and so I had completely forgotten about it, and I. Could, I just kind of reflected on that experience, and I really like the writing portion of this world of fine arts. I don't really want anyone to tell me what to say or tell me to memorize it, so I don't want to be on stage. I like to just kind of um, 
I guess, do what I'm doing right now, which is stammer well, and, and make things up. And but the fun part is for for me is that I was in I was in the pit, so I was working more with the stage manager doing the music. That was my music theater end of things. You couldn't have drugged me on stage to save my life. So when when I'm looking at Alexis and going, okay, this is this is your show. No one understands the amount of work that happens and how many people are you running back there not including the actors um, including the actors the stage hands like the soundboard operator light board operator um, house the assistant stage manager assistant yeah. stage manager making sure everything gets set up correctly everything runs correctly and making sure that fuses don't get blown <laughs> that's happened <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's maybe close to a dozen? Yeah. That's so, awesome. Well, you're going to be a wonderful teacher because you're <laughs> getting some practice now. And Desiree, we hope that you enjoy a long and important uh, career in nursing. So, Thank you. What does it take to be a mean girl? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> like, you look like this really nice person and you don't get cast for this. So what does it take to turn on your like inner mean girl? <laughs> Well, thank you for that. I do think I am a very nice person. <laughs> um, honestly, it's kind of, it makes it more enjoyable when you're working with people that like you're very close with because you know they don't take it personally at all, which is kind of a risk that happens when you do theater with new people. So it's really important to get to know your castmates and your mm -hmm. state, like your, your crew. Everyone that's involved is very important to get to know them because that makes roles like this not not too like weighing, mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. guess. And when when you hear these girls talk about the role that they take on, what is a point of pride for you in your in your theater program? What's something that you're like, man, I really want people to appreciate? Well, we are. I mean, we are very proud of these two girls, but really all of our theater scholars. We have a great, uh, great group of students this year. Just the dynamics, they are so talented um, and so open and willing to take risks. Both of these girls are willing to take risks. Alexis is a wonderful actress as well. Um, and, and yeah, so we're just, we're so proud of them, so proud of um, how kind they are and just willing to work hard. Is there anything behind the scenes that you're like, man, I really hope people appreciate whether that's back of house or whether it's, you know, a particular line or something that you really want oh. people to, like, grab onto and say, I really want people to pay attention to this. We'll have some pretty cool sound effects and we're, like, doing audio recordings for some of the lines in the script. The and actors just, eat dirt. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Oh, okay. <laughs> and nice. Yeah, just kind of the, the, the effect we have a, a, a great... Uh, technical director who has built some really cool um, set pieces where the actor can come out of the ground. And yeah, I just, I hope everyone comes out to see it. This whole time I keep thinking, feed me Seymour. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors when you're talking about the tomato plant girl. Like, I, true. <laughs> well, that would be a fun one to do. So maybe you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll have to keep, um, keep aware of our season next year. Sounds right. awesome. Well, Wonderful. thank you all three for being here. We definitely Appreciate your time, and we wish you the very best. I unfortunately will be out of town during your production, but I have four 
little people in my world that, that live here in town, and I'm going to be nudging them your way. And we will look forward to seeing you and the great things that you do in the future, and we'll invite you back again. Great. So thank you, thank Celine. You. And yes. ladies, um, appreciate you being here. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll let you leave your headsets um, here. And I think this calls for something they're very familiar with. Yes. <laughs> So thanks a lot Thank for joining for us. us. And uh, Jackie, we are excited to, I, you know, I didn't realize that you had worked in the theater world, so that's pretty cool. Worked is a bit of a stretch. This was well, high school. Been it involved. was Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it yeah. was a lot of fun. It was that is good. So, well, thanks, ladies. Like I said, enjoy the rest of your day. So the next guest that we have is just waiting in the wings, and he's going to make his way in here in just a little bit. But I know later on you're going to tell us a little bit about what's been going on at the library, and I look forward to to hearing that, and um, but in the in the meantime, we have um, Jay Gearing, who is going to be joining us to talk about a big activity this weekend over in Hutchinson, and that is the Kansas Mennonite Relief Sale. Some people call it the MCC sale, but I'm looking forward to just hearing his inside um, view of what what that involves, and um, you know actually some of the behind the scene things but before we get to that I just want to say a little bit about what's been going on in Heston track um, the P shocker pre-state one through 3a medalist in the boys 4 by 100 um, that relay got third and Casey Heinrichs got third in the 1600 the girls 4 by 400 got first Callie Yoder got first in the triple jump. Ashley A. Lehman was sixth in the elite pole vault at the Shocker Pre-State today and was second in the elite 400-meter dash, setting a new school record. Congratulations to Ashley of 58.23. The golf team took fourth yesterday at Teradyne in Wichita while shooting a 319 as a team score. Uh, Camden Watterson. Paced Heston with the 75. Heston will host the regional at the end of the regular season, and if qualified, will travel to Dodge City for state at Mariah Hills Golf Course in May. Baseball remains undefeated, defeating Larned last week. They're currently 8-0 and play Hoisington at home on Friday. Softball's off to a good start at 4-4 four four after splitting with Larned last week. They will also play Hoisington on Friday, and tennis is rolling now that the basketball players have transitioned over to spring sports and have had a few weeks under the belt with play. And varsity tennis uh, will travel to uh, Salina Central. That's the boys. And they will travel to Collegiate's TOC Tournament of Champions. I've sat through that a couple times back a couple decades ago. So anyway, now we're joined by Jay. And Jay, mm -hmm. welcome. We're so glad that Thank you're you. here. Jay serves in a role that I want him to say his official title with the Kansas <laughs> Midnight Relief Sale. Um, but we, we will dig into that in just a moment. But for those who are just mm -hmm. learning about the event, maybe, Jay, you could say a little bit mm -hmm. just about Midnight Central Committee okay. and the work that they do. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, Midnight Central Committee uh, originated 100 years ago. And uh, it is a service and uh, relief agency of the Mennonite Church. Um, it's uh, been around, like I said, for 100 years. It's, it does a lot of um, responding to catastrophes from war, from, from uh, natural uh, disasters, etc. And uh, it has also been involved in some development work in third world countries um, and, and things like that. 
I personally uh, was with MCC for 11 and a half years in a variety of different locations and and um, um, now they do a lot of lot more things working with partners in in various countries um, they still have volunteers that do uh, are involved in various things but but a lot more of it is done with with partners in in the countries themselves. So mm. that you would say has been a change over the years. Yes. Yes. And you know, mm-hmm. I think that's extremely important. We mm-hmm. know that those people who live and have connections mm-hmm. within the local area are the ones that have the ability yes. to mm-hmm. actually support mm-hmm. MCC mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have the history and know the culture. Yeah. So that yeah. is um, yeah. shows that MCC has mm-hmm. adapted and evolved over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about the Kansas Mennonite mm-hmm. Relief Sale, you have a title with that organization. Mm-hmm. Remind us what that is. Okay, I, I am vice chair of the board and um, my specific tasks during the actual uh, event is I'm kind of volunteer coordinator, but um, I, I kind of freelance and make sure that uh, help Jim and, and, and John Clausen um, in in making sure that things are going smoothly. So certainly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and you know, no big deal to be the volunteer coordinator. <laughs> That's only about what five hundred people on that weekend. And probably about that many. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a pretty important <laughs> job. It's not just like getting one yeah. person to bake cupcakes yeah. for a scout <laughs> troop. That's for sure. So the um, the sale is this mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday yes. over mm-hmm. in Hutchinson mm-hmm. at the fairgrounds and. You know, I don't want to just make assumptions that everybody in, in our listening region is familiar with it because mm-hmm. sure. not not everyone has attended. But if people have not had a chance yeah. to go, it's kind of um, stunning, really, <laughs> because it has evolved. I've been yeah. attending for yeah. a it's number a, of years. And what I think is so interesting about MCC is it's kind of a cultural touchstone for a lot of Mennonites in the area. You mm-hmm. have your, your old order Mennonites mm-hmm. that are right yeah. alongside yeah. and working yeah. with you know, yeah. the youth pastor yeah. that's in yeah. the latest Urban yeah. Outfitter yeah. jeans or right. something. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an amazing thing. Yeah. It, it is. is. And it is. and I think, um, you know, um, those of us who've been mm-hmm. attending mm-hmm. used to just maybe be in a couple of buildings and, mm-hmm. you know, then they added the slide and, mm-hmm. oh, well, mm-hmm. let's have something besides Veronica. Yeah. We'll yeah. add chicken. And yeah. now it is so diverse. So, yeah. Jay, you know mm-hmm. it better than anyone. What, what can people expect um, when they head yeah. over to Hutch? Okay. Well, on... On Friday uh, evening this year, um, there will not be any of the auctions occurring on Friday evening. Those will only occur on Saturday. So on Friday evenings, uh, there's always lots of food. There's <laughs> ethnic food. There's, like you say, there's uh, part of the ethnicity of, of Mennonites now is, 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 is Hispanic. Uh, so there'll be burritos. Uh, and some of that kind of thing, and uh, um, so there's there's a variety of things like that. One thing that's new this year is that there is going to be a variety of singing groups that will be singing during Friday, just Friday on Friday evening. From I think they start at four and probably from go to four to eight. So uh, um, that will be there'll be um, a lot of the other booths and things will be open. There'll be baked goods. Uh, Lots of pies, uh, uh, homemade breads, uh, cinnamon rolls, uh, things like that. Um, the plants, uh, there's lots of uh, plants, uh, both flowering plants as well as vegetable plants. Um, 
and since it's springtime and things are ready to be planted, uh, they'll have a lot of those. And that's uh, often if you want to get the choice ones, you better go Friday night rather because by Saturday a lot of them are already gone. Um, there, uh, etc. And ten thousand villages have a booth there, so they will have that there. Um, there are children's activities. Uh, there's um, in the Pride of Kansas building, they have uh, inflatables. So there's a variety of things like that. Very there's, fun. There's um, um, uh, uh, a nine-hole uh, miniature golf course there. Hey, we need to get rusty in on this. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and so that will be that will be uh, uh, on Friday evening as well. And uh, and then of course you can basically go around and see all the things. You can go through the quilts, see what kind of quilts will be sold the next day. Um, on the general auction, there's, there's a variety of small items all the way up to vehicles and, and tractors and some of them antique, some of them not so antique. And uh, I'm, I'm going to just throw in here, yeah. you might have seen some of these online, but yes. it does not compare. You can't, it doesn't compare to going and seeing the real thing. So yeah. if you're looking online yeah. and you're like, oh, I saw that yeah. on Facebook, yeah. no, you didn't. Yeah. Right. No. Good yeah. point. It, it is, it is really pretty, pretty amazing. And, and we have a couple of people that have worked at, at restoring those things or, or getting them and making sure they run and getting them there. Um, it, it's, it's been pretty amazing. Um, and so those are kind of the main things that will occur on on friday evening then saturday uh it begins with breakfast there's a breakfast that is uh served in the morning uh and then uh the quilt auction will begin the general auction will begin there's also a uh, silent auction and they have specific items uh that are kind of special interest things and uh, you go and you sign your name and and if you keep keep uh, bidding uh, by adding your name to it, and uh, it ends at a certain time, and then whoever has the highest bid at that point will, will get that item. Um, there are, uh, children's activities will continue, and there will be a children's auction as well, uh, where I'm not sure what the age limit is, but you have to be younger to bid, and, uh, um, and of course the items are, are lots of children, uh, toys or bicycles or things like that. So um, it's the idea is to kind of help younger people to begin to know what it's what what an auction is and like. And to get the bug is what it is. Exactly. Is that, that like exactly. lifting that paddle? That is such a rush. And <laughs> trying, it's, to, trying to get them. Yeah, get them. Get them young. young. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then kind of at the end of the late afternoon when things are winding down they will gather particularly foodstuffs that are, that are left over and then there will be kind of what they call a surplus auction and uh if you want to take home some some ethnic kinds of foods uh that's that's uh, uh a time to to do that so whatever is left over uh, they will sell during that auction and could you speak a little bit yep. about the MCC bucks? Yeah. I had seen yeah. that online. Right. I, I find that to be mm -hmm. a wonderful yeah, idea. Right. So talk a little yeah. bit about that. Yeah, you can. Uh, they come in books of, of 10. Uh, and they are bucks which uh, you can go in and you can buy $100 worth or $50 worth or $10 worth, whatever you want. And they can only be used at the... At the uh, uh, on, on the on the premises uh, for things and uh, it's uh, 
they have a different color every year, so you can't save them from one year to the next. But uh, they, uh, they're they a wonderful way, particularly for for giving to your children or whatever mm-hmm. to, to come. Uh, then they can they can uh, spend them however they want, but they're only good at the at the premises. Yeah, I was. Well, I was. It's a, it's a great option because yeah. I know a lot of these vendors right. aren't able to take credit, and we yeah. are such a cashless right. society yes. right. now that right. that lets you, yeah. right. you know, gives you that flexibility. Yeah. Right. You it tripped does. me up, Jackie. I, you know, yesterday I started remembering that I had bought some at. Mm-hmm. Um, at Eden or somewhere yeah, yeah. when we had a Sorry, meeting. Sorry, derailed this yeah. Well, no, then. no, it's hilarious because <laughs> I got them out and I was like, okay, I'm going to put these in my purse and take them and split them up between the grandkids. And I just realized that that's not even what those are. Those are cards advertising. So my grandsons would have been going up and like handing people five cards to say, here, I'd like to pay these. But now I don't know where those little things are. We're off are. the gold standard. It's fine. Anything yeah. can be cash now. I am really wondering where I yeah. put those. So now I'm going to have to spend you know, because I put sure. that out there on the air, I have to go home and try to find, find those. Yes. But yes. yeah, and yes. I think that yeah. even itself mm-hmm. is, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, again, it mm-hmm. is tradition is so meaningful and mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and in an event like this, there is so much tra- tradition. And yet you have to evolve. And yeah, so like right. accepting exactly. credit cards, exactly. that was, yeah. I think that yeah. probably was a yeah. mental right. shift for right. people yeah. and, and being creative mm-hmm. and having the MCC bucks, yeah. but they, yeah. those serve a purpose. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and so just say, saying yeah. a little bit yeah. about that, yeah. Yeah. you know, the, this sale has become more mm-hmm. complex yeah. mm-hmm. um, and it's the kind of the, the Cadillac mm-hmm. of Mennonite relief yeah. sales. Yeah. I hope yeah. no one in yeah. Ohio or Colorado gets offended. But um, Oh, I do. I absolutely own the Kansas is the best. I'll take that. So, so tell me just a, a little mm-hmm. bit, though, Jay, over the years, what are the advantages and what have been the advantages of, of growing? But then what, what are the, some of the complexities? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, certainly the advantages of growing is you get more people involved. One of the interesting things for me, being an MCC, when I first came back, I thought, wow, we spend so much time and money in making money or, or in, in, in getting money for, for MCC. I thought, wouldn't it be just as simple just for people to donate? Right. And now I've discovered how, like it was said earlier, how the being part of family, being part of, of the community, um, with a wide variety of different kinds of Mennonites and different kinds of Anabaptists that are working at this uh, all together, uh, it's 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 a wonderful community it, it's, and what it is. And so there's there's uh, you know depending on it doesn't make any difference what your theological background mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. you, you're working at this one common goal, and that's that's a wonderful a wonderful experience. And I think that's really. Uh, an excellent uh, thing that happens during during the during the sale. Uh, certainly, as it becomes more complex, uh, you have to you have to adjust. But getting volunteers is is one of the is one of the problems because it usually involves more volunteers, um, and uh, a lot of the volunteers that have volunteered for quite a while are now getting to the stage where they have a hard time volunteering anymore. Uh, and it is amazing how many uh, volunteers we do get from uh, the local Mennonite colleges uh, and from even schools. Uh, we're starting to get uh, volunteers that come um, uh, to, to help do, doing that. And once 
younger ones get involved, it's it's kind of something they they like to come back to. But the complex the complexity certainly, um, and, and it means just to add to the to the MCC box, you can use your credit card to buy them, but then you don't have to use because some places I think you can use credit cards in in mm -hmm. purchasing, but not all places. And so it is a wonderful way of being able to to. Uh, to use your credit card to, to buy them and then uh, get them to to be as cash for right. for other places. So well, mm. on the volunteer front, mm. yeah. let's say you have we have lots of listeners right now. I'm sure mm -hmm. who are able-bodied and mm -hmm. certainly mm -hmm. mentally capable. What are some of the roles that they can still jump into okay. uh, once they hear this on Tuesday? Mm -hmm. The spirit so mm -hmm. moves mm -hmm. them. What can they do for you? Yeah. There's there's a, <laughs> a variety of things. There, there's actually a sign-up. We, we have sign-up genius. We build a lot of our sign-ups now on online, and it has made it really much more simple because then it's right in front of you, and mm -hmm. the various places know where to go and so on. Um, there are uh, most of the places that sell things have need volunteers, and, and some of that is just in selling. Some of it is in preparation, like uh, frying Veronica or or um, uh, making sure that it gets from the place where it's being fried to the place where it's being mm -hmm. sold um, and just things like that. Um, you had mentioned the big slide. We were all excited it was going to be able to be used this, this uh, yes. time. And yesterday I discovered that uh, it's not going to be able to. The, the, the slide is privately owned and so they kind of determine whether it's it can be used or not, and for some reason, uh, they wouldn't be. So it, at the because we were looking for volunteers for that, mm -hmm. and now that's not going to be an option. And I know there's lots of young people that that's a that's a big <laughs> sure. plus. So it's that was kind of too bad that 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 would occur. Right. But, well, but it mm -hmm. sounds like you've got lots of other excellent opportunities yeah, yeah, for kiddos. Yeah, so yeah, right, yeah. and yeah. and if they get online at kmrs dot org, yes, there's mm -hmm. a link that mm -hmm. that shows where they're um, yeah. where mm -hmm. they're slots available mm -hmm. and I've been kind of watching yeah. a mm -hmm. little bit the last few days just mm -hmm. to see but kmrs.org or just show up at the sale and mm -hmm. walk up to somebody that's wearing a button that says board member and just mm -hmm. say I'm here to help yeah. I'd like yeah. to volunteer yeah. mm -hmm. well and Jay I mm -hmm. I too have had conversations or at mm -hmm. least listened to someone um, share a similar thought like why don't we just all write a check mm -hmm. yeah but that working alongside yeah. of people yeah. and right. just um, having to think mm -hmm. about the challenges one and of the things we keep talking about yeah. on this podcast yeah. is community building yeah. right. and right. I mean mm -hmm. community building and mm -hmm. MCC yeah is just an incredible thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, they work with physical needs mm -hmm. on the daily, and then this is an opportunity to bring together right. mm -hmm. an entire group of people that exactly. would never yeah. sit down right. and share a meal, right. and right. it's well, amazing. Yeah, right. and, you know, I think there's probably many, many of us mm -hmm. who have gone to the state fair more than once. Probably there's some people that mm -hmm. never miss mm -hmm. it every mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And be honest, it's the same. Mm -hmm. It's basically the same every year at the fair. Sure, there's a different mm -hmm. performer, but... The fact that you go and repeat that experience and you take your kids and you laugh about something that happened the year before, mm -hmm. that can be recreated. Mm -hmm. and you don't have to wait until September. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. come in April and do it at the same place. And, and I think that is huge. I remember 
years ago, Dr. Roland Krause sat in a little uh, mm. camper trailer mm-hmm. and just called out everybody that walked by because he knew all of us. Yeah. And he's like, oh, there's so-and-so walking by, and he's talking to such-and-such. And, you know, I yeah. had great yeah. level of respect yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. I knew him from Lorraine Avenue yeah. Mennonite. Sure. And, um, you know, it's just the kind of thing that it really matters yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, boy, yeah. I tell you, those two years that, that there was no sale, mm-hmm. that yeah. was painful. Yeah, it was. And I know mm-hmm. I've been told, don't keep talking about how it's great to get back because mm-hmm. we've been back for a while. But for people like me, yeah, you you yeah, know, you kind of got yeah, worried. Yeah, I was like, right, will that yeah, happen again? Yeah, and yeah. it is, and we want people to get out well, and, and enjoy it, it. It comes back because it brings people yeah. joy. And mm-hmm. and what's the part of the, mm-hmm. the sale that just brings you the most joy and keeps you yeah. coming back yeah. as coordinator? <laughs> well, I think one of the things, well, certainly the food. I mean, it, <laughs> there are some foods there that it's about the only time I ever, yep. <laughs> I ever get to eat mm-hmm. them is there. And, and I've heard lots and lots of people say the same thing. And the other thing is, is just I see people for the, that I haven't seen for a year mm-hmm. or more. And so that's, that's just uh, that community thing is what really draws me. I've, I've never, I've always spent money, but I've never ever really bought lots of expensive items. Mm-hmm. And so the, the thing that draws me back is, is, hey, I might be able to see this person. I haven't seen him mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. for a while. And yeah. so that's... And it's, it's, yeah. that's such an important, mm-hmm. I mean, I see people at MCC yeah, yeah, that I will see yeah. once a right, year. Yeah, it's right. the exactly. same thing. Exactly. Well, and, and I have a former student, um, I'll just say her first name, Danielle, who made her first quilt this year mm-hmm. and it's being sold. Yeah, and yeah. so that's exciting for exactly. me to think somebody that, yeah. you know, was a sixth yeah. grader of yeah. mine 25 years uh-huh. ago mm-hmm. and has now made yeah. a quilt. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that's encouraging because mm-hmm. that's what it matters mm-hmm. is you have to have sure. people through mm-hmm. the younger right. generations right. that can mm-hmm. yeah. c- can start doing some of these mm-hmm. traditional mm-hmm. jobs well, and, and crafts. I, I think in some weird roundabout ways, COVID kind of helped with that. People started sewing and baking exactly. it and yeah. returned exactly. to a lot of that their roots. That is true. Yeah. That right. is true. And, right. and one of the cool things, that the Ukrainian eggs, I'm going to take this to a, a different... <laughs> yeah, they're there. They're, they're there, but I mean, when we talk about MCC as a yeah. global yeah. organization yeah. and mm-hmm. the work that they're doing, you know, we see these Ukrainian eggs and they're beautiful, mm-hmm. but then there's also the international spectrum and MCC mm-hmm. is very mm-hmm. involved mm-hmm. in what's going on in Ukraine right mm-hmm. now. Right. And so when we're talking about the importance of the work that mm-hmm. happens mm-hmm. in central Kansas and where mm-hmm. it leads, yeah. why is this mm-hmm. sale mm-hmm. Yeah. such an, yeah. an important international yeah. event? Yeah. Right. You know, MCC is involved in, in, like you say, in so many different countries and so many and you know you get uh like like ukraine the war going on there and and it's lots of of people and particularly in central kansas ancestry comes from there so that's that's a connection um you know earthquakes in in turkey and iran and and it just seems like there's so many places that have uh you know refugees from all over the place and 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 MCC has some involvement in all those things. And so the, the needs and, and the money needed keeps increasing. And right. so this is a wonderful way of, of, of raising that uh, to, to do that. And it's a, it's a, a community-building way of doing it. And, and that's the advantage of just writing a check. Yeah, and, yeah. and MCC, you know, when you've been around for a century... You have mm-hmm. built a lot of trust mm-hmm. and a lot of right. um, collateral, mm-hmm. and then when you start becoming a collaborative partner, I think yeah. that makes yeah. the difference. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so we're just very grateful, Jay. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, I know that you you probably will be there most of the day tomorrow, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, you know, I mean, it just, I talked to somebody today. She's like, well, I got to go tomorrow. Yeah. Then I go Thursday, Friday, and then I go home. Anyway, but what are you going to do a week from today on Tuesday? Because I think by then you'll be maybe back to your normal routine. Are you going to just, just sleep about. all day or Probably, what? probably just okay. about, yeah. yeah. All right, well. Well, and, and let's for one last time for our <laughs> listeners, if you would like to get involved, which mm-hmm. this whole thing is about building community, mm-hmm. how right. the local mm-hmm. community can have an international impact. So Susan, what was that? KMRS.org. KMRS.org. Or if you want to see what's going on at the Mennonite Relief Sale, if you're on Facebook, it's Kansas Mennonite Relief Sale. Um, on Facebook, you can check out some of the things that mm-hmm. are for sale there. Right. And it's just, it's 500 people come together to make this happen and thousands more show mm-hmm. up. I mean, yeah. it's... Yeah. It's, it's a big mind deal. Blowing. It's yeah. amazing. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind is. of a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jay, thanks yeah. so much for being sure. here. We will it was a pleasure. wish mm-hmm. you every um, blessing and success. And it'd be really great if we could get a nice gentle rain tonight that stops in the daytime <laughs> the next five days. Then, <laughs> then I think the checks might be a little bigger <laughs> sure. because That's the ag true. community would exactly be filled right. with hope. But we, we care about you, and we care, uh, obviously, Jackie and I both have deep connections sure. to sure. Um, the Mennonite yeah. community. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for being here. Yeah. You're welcome. Come to stay because you yeah. probably want to hear, <laughs> but it, but if you need to get back, no, back to right. other things, right. you no, do what right. you want. But and we're going to give Jay a round of applause because awesome. Susan and I can't do four part <laughs> harmony. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. So Thank you Jackie, so much, Jay. Um, I know there's some library stuff going on. Uh, you said you had a, a couple of tidbits. Yes. So what do you got? Uh, so I, again, want to give a big shout out to the Heston Community Foundation. April is our month. Um, so we are working. We're doing our first fundraiser this month. I'm so excited. Um, so library week is the week of the 22nd. Um, and the the Heston Community Foundation is helping us promote that. So it's an exciting thing coming up. Summer library program registration is coming up. When you're talking about community building, it's a, a way the theme is all together now, which is really exciting. We've got amazing programming opportunities, everything from a block party with face paint and giant Jenga all the way to our closeout, which is the Model T party like it's 1923 with the Model T Flatlanders. So get registered for that. You can get registered on our website. Tonight we have our book club talking about Broke Millennial. Um, It's a fantastic book about personal finance. If you have seen paper money in your life, uh, you can come to our book club, whether or not you've read it or not. Nice. Um, What if you had MCC bucks that you lost? If you had MCC bucks that you lost, I am sure that there's a chapter in there for you. Okay. (laughs) I might have to show for that. It's a a great book. Um, That same book club, our next book is An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth. Earth. Um, That's going to be a really fun read. So if you come this evening, you can pick up the newest book. Um, It's actually an autobiography of uh, Captain or Colonel, I'm sorry, Colonel Hatfield and the adventures that he has gone on when you're hanging outside of a space station and are suddenly blinded. Wow. Uh, what do you do? And so if you have been hanging outside a space station or if you are hanging on for dear life and other aspects of your life, 
Um, it's going to be a great read. So we're going to be, you can pick that up. An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth by Colonel Chris Hatfield. Um, and then also to promo, this is library adjacent, Women's Civic Club is meeting next Tuesday. I keep coming back to this community thing. And this okay by me. <laughs> this time, Women's Civic Club is coming together on Tuesday the 18th at 6 p.m. Um, at HRCE. We are helping pack the Emma Creek race packets. So it's a really wonderful opportunity to, again, come together in community and support an even bigger event. Um, that's what we have going on at the library and library adjacent with Women's Civic Club. Um, and we're just, it, it's an exciting time. It Susan racked through all the sports. We've got MCC. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we say this every week. If you are bored, it's your own fault. That is true. Yeah. If you're tired, it's the if fault you're tired, of all these it's everyone else. But, but no, yeah. it's, and, and I would like to add, we also have a display up in honor of the MCC quilt sale. Um, we have pulled out a beautiful quilt that was, uh, given on loan by the Emma Creek Quilt Guild. A uh, big shout out to them. They're a wonderful group of quilters. Um, and we've got all things quilting. So if you would like to get inspired by MCC and you're like, man, I really want to do this, come to us to the library. We can get you hooked up with all the latest and greatest patterns. Um, we also have, if you're an embroidery fan, a new book called Mystical Stitches. Um, it's about the mindfulness of stitching and embroidery and imagery it's a it's a wonderful book we yeah. keep adding to our our collections so. I think some of those are making a comeback you know there was a definite drought of maybe 20 25 years where people especially women weren't doing crafts like they did maybe mm -hmm. in the 40s 50s 60s 70s and mm -hmm. that has made a resurgence and it is exciting a um, girlfriend of mine borrowed this book and she makes the most beautiful it's called micro embroidery nice and it's there it's fantastic and yeah that's cool we get to see all these amazing arts and crafts and and work on display at mcc yeah. and yeah yep it's well, an exciting and wonderful time and just a little plug i know that the um dick arboretum has uh their plant sale coming up i, I can't say those dates exactly but i know they have something mm -hmm. here in april and and the Arboretum is probably just about five minutes away from Full Peak with things blooming and trees looking great. So be sure to take a stop and stroll through there. I want to also remind everybody that the Emma Creek Classic Run is Saturday, April 29th. And another four letters, hrce.org. Get on there and register, gals and ladies, for that. Uh, gentlemen, if you're willing, I know that Christine would like to talk to you about some more volunteers. Our school teams are headed uh, into a, a really exciting time and competing. And I think it can be uh, tempting to think, well, I don't have a child or grandchild playing, but just walk over to a ball diamond or track meet and walk up and, and enjoy track, tennis, softball, baseball, uh, golf. Those those kids appreciate the support. Um and, you know, in general, I would say there are more people out, more people biking, more people walking. So if you are driving in the community, kind of take an extra two seconds at the stop sign <laughs> because these kids have been indoors all winter and now they're on their bikes and they're mm -hmm. out on skateboards. So look after them. What else? are we? Have we covered every possible topic? I think we have covered just about everything, okay. and it's absolutely tremendous. It is tremendous. And I've already um, 
Oh, I know what it's going to be next week. Um, I don't want to say 100%, but I believe that Rusty was working on connecting with the Bartlett's, the new owners of Heston Heston Veterinary Clinic. We are so grateful Mm -hmm. that um, they're part of our community now. I think they might be on the show next week, but uh, Rusty is indeed the expert. I'm just the the filler-inner. Well, I mean, we always have to have amazing talent, which is why we've got you. Rusty does the logistics. <laughs> I fill in, and we've got so that, many. We've got whatever. so many amazing, amazing people. So, is there any chance that after he plays at Flint Hills National today, that he won't come back? We will be able to find him because I'm pretty sure he's wearing one of his classic rusty golf shirts. So he will be very he can't visible. Hide. He cannot hide. That is no. true. Okay. <laughs> That's a great point. Well, Jackie, as always, um, it's really good to have you here. Appreciate your work. Jay, thanks for stopping in. Sure. We'll uh, look forward yeah. to a total. I'm, I'm Like when I get up Sunday morning, I look forward to that email from yeah. Barb Reeves that says, here's what we think we yeah. made. Yeah. So I like yeah. sharing that. But yeah. Jackie, have a safe week. Thanks to the folks over at Agca, the USW. One one two two eight for this equipment. I'm Susan Lamb for Rusty and Jackie saying see you next week.